Welcome to Drone Law Pro Radio. Visit DroneLaw.pro, where Part 107 pilots become Part 107 professionals. Here's your host, drone attorney Enrico Schaefer. This is drone attorney Enrico Schaefer. We are here at InterDrone 2018, and we are going to be finding out from the folks who are here at the conference what is happening in the field, what's going on in SUAS in the real world, what's going on in the drone market in the real world from the drone pilot perspective, from the customer perspective. And today we are sitting with Ron Engel from Engel Drone Solutions in Illinois. Ron, tell us a little bit about your company, your website, and what kinds of things you're doing in drone operations. Okay, well, the, as you said, the name of the company is Angle Drone Solutions. Uh, the website is www.angledronesolutions.com. That's good. That's, that's, that's a good start. It's the exact same as the company name. I always exactly. like to hear that. And, uh, you know, I always tell people that if they're going to go to my website, there's a link to my Facebook page. Go to my Facebook page because that has the most recent information. My website's up to date as of August, but the Facebook page is as as is up to date as of last week. Exactly. Now that's interesting because what we really have seen in this space, because it's new, is this gravitation towards social media and social media marketing. A website, you've got a web developer, you put your website online, but every time you want to change, you've got to go back to the web developer. Whereas Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, you can make your you can add your own content, you can let people know what's going on, what kind of projects you're involved in. And I think that one of the advice uh, that I always give folks who are coming into this space, into the SUAS space is, go and get connected on social media to the groups and to the people who are already doing drone services. They're happy to share information about how to be a successful drone service provider and that's really where the meat can be found. So I'm glad to hear that's where you're you know, putting your content as well. So- Ab- absolutely. So you know, you asked about what, what my focus is. Uh, really, right now, the focus is I'm working with realtors on uh, getting pictures for the MLS uh, listings. I'm working in the commercial sector where different companies have approached me and asked for pictures so that they can use them for their Facebook pages as well as for their websites. Uh, I've been working with the local municipality for uh, economic development boards for them to be able to show different properties that are open, that they want to be able to show what the relationship of these properties are to different features of of the area, such as, well, how close is this to Route 80? How close is this to the major shopping centers? So that people can get an idea of exactly where these properties are located, because they may not be local people. They may be marketing these, these properties to people that are hundreds of miles or thousands of miles away. Yeah, that's really interesting because uh, in the drone space, a picture does speak a thousand words. And so when you can see something, it you don't have to explain it. And it's easier to show. And the interesting thing about drones has always been that we're seeing things from a perspective that no one has ever taken a picture or video from before, unless they happen to have the money to hire a helicopter, right? So um, so in all of the different markets that you're in, it's, it's really the, the most straightforward ROI 
for the folks. They're getting the benefit of being able to, in the real estate space, market their property in a way that's much more visual, much more compelling, that's going to close more deals, sell more properties, and put more money in their pocket. And then on the municipal, they need to be able to show uh, to meetings, to others, to with, internally what relationships are between properties and there's no better way to do that by drone and of course in the commercial space where people may have a building or what have you that they wanna that they wanna show off uh, there's no better way to do it. get a drone photo and put it in their marketing materials on their website on their social media absolutely so moving on to market differentiation uh, you know one of the things that I find uh, that really differentiates me is I have an aviation background. Before I got involved in model aviation, I was actually in private aviation for about 20 years. Manned aviation. Manned aviation, exactly. And during that time frame, um, I did various things, but one of the most important things that I did was I became a chief flight instructor for glider operations, both for a club as well as a commercial operation. So I had to have a safety mindset to be able to do those things. Right. I had to understand different people's capabilities, when it was safe for them to fly as opposed to when it was safe for me to fly. So there was a, you had to have this mindset of risk mitigation that many people that have just gotten into the drone industry haven't developed that mindset. So the first thing that I think differentiates me is I have a risk mitigation mindset and when I approach a job, I'm focusing on what are the risks and how can I minimize them for both me as well as for my customer. And that's what the FAA expects and I always tell folks there's, there's two really interesting types of people that come into the space that have an immediate advantage. The first is people who come from aviation because they understand the FAA, they understand how the FAA works, they understand um, ge in general the process that you're going to have to go through to get permissions, to do inspections, the importance of checklists, how the FAA views drone operations from a safety and risk management point of view. And those folks, people like you, Ron, uh, you have the advantage of being able to market that to your customers. One of the things that the market, uh, the drone market faces is that customers don't understand enough to know what questions to ask or to appreciate the market differentiators, right? If Ron Engel's coming in to be able to do this service and is going to charge X and do it professionally, you know, that's going to be one price. To hire the kid next door who bought a drone is obviously always going to be cheaper. So educating customers about why it's important to hire professional drone service providers and why they have risk if they don't hire professional drone service providers and pilots is, a, is, a, is what's happening right now in the market and what needs to happen in order to support professional pricing. Absolutely. So some of the other things that I think differentiate me is, again, talking about how people have come into the drone industry in just the last couple of years. I actually flew model helicopters for over a dozen years before drones came out. I also started flying some of the first drones that were available. The first drone I flew was a Gowie 300. 
this Gowie 300 had a stabilization system that was terrible. Right. It, I mean, you got a little bit of wind and you were off to the races trying to control it yep. if you weren't a good pilot. So I learned to fly on that and slowly came up through the system to now we have these great stabilization systems, but I know how to fly. Know how to fly, and you can't get the shot if you don't know how to fly. And that's the other thing that I think people sometimes fail to realize, customers fail to appreciate, which is it's easy to put a drone in the air and connect it to 16 satellites. It's really hard to fly the drone in a way that's gonna be able to get the shots you need, especially when you're doing real estate where you're doing video and you're maneuvering through the property in a way that's a smooth flight path, that's putting the drone in the right positions. And so being a really good drone pilot is rare in this business and is definitely a market differentiator. Right, so the last thing I want to talk about is the ops in the box and the fact that that has encouraged me to do things like notifying neighbors and also uh, just all the different forms and making sure that I'm covering the things that I need to cover, such as my copyrights, such as things like if I hire a, a secondary pilot, I have the rights for those pictures covered so that there's never a dispute and it never becomes a problem for, again, my end customer. Right, and, and you, you, you're speaking my language now, of course, because one of the things that we saw very early is that the industry failed to appreciate that, yeah, they're flying drones, but the, part of the core business is copyright ownership, copyright licensing, and sometimes copyright assignments. But you've got data, you've got photos, you've got video, you're licensing those to the customer. Hopefully, you have the ownership rights as the, as the drone service provider to be able to license, and there's the upstream and downstream copyright problem. The other aspect is professionalism, right? And so we already talked about that, but having the right business documents and contracts that screen professional helps support that pricing. Absolutely. So now let's move on to your next question, which was the five-year plan. Yeah, what is your five-year plan? Because one of the things I think is really fascinating is the people who've been in the space, who are still in the space, who are weathering, who have perseverance and are weathering the, the, the slowness of the FAA to grant authorizations and waivers, who are weathering the fact that the market, the customer demand always comes slowly, perseverance being the number one differentiator between success and failure, right? So we have made it this far. What is the what is the five-year plan for your business? Well, for me, the you know, I, I look at it as I've got a one-year and I've got a five-year. My one-year is I want to get to the point where after a year, I'm no longer a part-time business. At this point, I'm still, still struggling to become a full-time business. By next year, I want to be to the point where I am a full-time business. Right, and that problem is a customer demand issue, right? Because exactly. right now, you have to go out and tell people why they want to hire you. That's not market demand. Market demand is the phone is ringing and they're looking for you and they understand what they're looking for. We're not there yet. And so exactly. that's why you've seen this kind of hype that drove the initial market and then reality of the FAA. And now we're into reality of the fact that you, it takes a while for the customer, the end user of the services to be able to understand enough 
to be able to appreciate it enough to hire it and to pay professional pricing for it. Exactly. So now, once we get to the five-year plan, we have two things that we have to consider. One is, of course, I'd like my business to grow. I'd like it to be to the point where I, I have possibly three to five people on staff, a couple pilots, a scheduler, and possibly somebody to help with graphics so that I have somebody that's actually doing the editing so I can I can remove myself from the editing right. and I can be doing more of the flying or more of the marketing and the scheduling type of, of aspects. Business stuff. Right. Now, the second side of that is we have to think about what technologies are, are we going to be using in five years. This space is growing and changing extremely rapidly. And one of the things that I'm really considering right now is right now we're focusing more on quadcopters for the types of work that I'm doing. But I'm thinking that within five years, if I'm working on construction and I'm working on larger areas, I'm going to be looking at something like a vertical lift, horizontal flight type of vehicle. Right. Because I'm going to need to cover that larger area quickly and that's the only way to really do it effectively. Yeah, that's a great point, which is that uh, whatever technology we're using today is not the technology we'll be using in three to five years. And if you want to be a drone pilot, part 107 certified, and offer drone services, you have to keep up with the technology. And a lot of folks, such as yourself, building the foundation to be in a position to take advantage of that market demand as it continues to evolve. And when the market demand comes, there's going to be people who've been standing there a long time who know what they're doing rather than trying to figure out what they're doing, and that'll be important. Right, and that's part of being at Interdrone, and that's part of being at some of, these, some of the other training programs. Recurrent training is part of that five-year plan because if you don't constantly keep training, you're falling behind. Yeah. So the last question I have for you, Ron Engel, is uh, what is it that you're seeing in terms of customers when you go out and you pitch those customers and you're saying, here's what I can do for you. You know, a year ago, two years ago, you know, the, the industry is, was at a certain point. Now we're at a evolved point, somewhat evolved point. And again, knowing that customer demand is the next thing that has to happen, are you seeing any changes on the customer end and how that they are understanding, appreciating, embracing drone technology and commercial drone operations? I'm starting to see a slight shift. Okay, The realtors are starting to say, yes, we need some more drone photography because everybody else is starting to use it and it's starting to become more of a norm rather than the exception. A large part of uh, the photography that I've done this year has been for bigger properties where the, where they realize, hey, I need a good picture of this large property to be able to really describe it fully to people. These these pictures of you know snapshots of different portions of the property just isn't doing it. Yeah. I'm finding that some people in the construction industry. I've talked to a, talked to a couple builders recently and they're very much on board in terms of thinking about, gee, it would be great to have you know, somebody who could document 
our building process and be able to show people what it looks like for their house to go up. So there's some, there's some possibilities in the future of, of that growing as well. So I'm finding that people are starting to understand what drone pictures can do for them. Right. But there's still a lot of people that aren't aware of all the other technologies. There's a lot of people that still don't understand drone mapping. There's a lot of people that still don't understand 3D uh, technologies that we can offer them. So there's still a challenge in that area, but I think from a drone photography standpoint, we're starting to make some good inroads. Ron Engel from Engel Drone Solutions in Illinois, thanks for sharing some of your insights and expertise today, and thank you for joining Drone Law Pro Radio. My pleasure. You've been listening to Drone Law Pro Radio. Visit us at dronelaw.pro. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on most podcast listening platforms, including your home devices, by searching Drone Law Pro. 